Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Amen. Remain standing. You can return to your seats. We are so, so thankful for every miracle we've seen, every prophecy that has come to pass. There is a harvest in Zanesville. There are many miracles in this city, even in this building to be seen. How many are thankful for that and believe it? Amen. Our family members, somebody shout glory. Brother David Smith, Evangelist David Smith has been a tremendous blessing to this church for the last, I don't know, I think 16 years you've been preaching here. And we have seen literal hundreds of people filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Baptisms, amen. We have seen so many miracles we've lost count over the years that have happened right in this building. We have seen cripples healed, people with diagnosis of healed. We have seen so many miracles, amen, that God has done through the ministry and the gift of faith that is in him. And we give all glory to God. Can you say amen? How many is thankful for the goodness of God? The Bible says he sent them preachers. And we believe God has sent him again tonight. He's going to be training us on praying with people. This service will be followed with praying. We're believing miracles can happen all over this building tonight. Do you believe that? All over this building can be healings and miracles and answered prayers. Praise the name of the Lord. July the 4th. 7 p.m. this coming Sunday night. We're going to be celebrating Independence Day together at the Y Bridge. You've seen the videos, seen the flyers. Make sure you're there with us. Be singing and free food and things of that nature. We're going to be ministering to the community, having a good time. Some bounce houses and things for people to be there. While they're there, we're going to be connecting with people. And on July the 11th, our evangelist, Brother Brother Smith is going to be preaching a crusade at the Y Bridge, an old-fashioned tent revival there, and there's going to be hundreds of people impacted. People are going to be immediately delivered from crack cocaine addiction and heroin addiction and alcoholism and depression and fear. Amen. They're going to be mirrored. Do you believe it? If you believe it, I want you to shout hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. We are so thankful. Brother Smith, we love you and Carlin and the kids, and we're so thankful you're in our lives. Cindy and I love you, and the Anchor Church loves you. Would you welcome Brother Smith as he comes to teach us how to pray for people? Amen. Amen. Oh, come on. Let's give him a welcome. We're so glad he's here. Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap of praise one more time? Love being at the Anchor Church. Love being it. Look at your neighbor. Tell him you look better than I do. <laughs> Some of you will have to ask God to forgive you, but boy, it sure is fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> all right. I tell you what, why don't you go ahead and just sit down? You've been standing a while, all is well. And um, let me just give a little, uh, it's 715. I won't, I won't teach very long uh, tonight. Uh, when we're done, we're just going to have a move of the Holy Ghost. I've learned something about God. It doesn't matter what you teach, doesn't matter what you preach, doesn't matter what you sing. If we'll just get out the way and let God be God, he'll move. I told somebody I, one place it was kind of rough, and the old boy said, well, Brother Smith, we're trying to get it ready. I said, sir, y'all can sing old MacDonald had a form. And Jesus will say, E-I-E-I-O. And if you'll get out the way, I'm telling you, he'll move. God's got a way of moving if we'll just let him. How many believes that hundreds of people are going to be impacted on that day down at the Y? I'm telling you. I said hundreds. The devil's about to have a bad day. In fact, the devil's about to have a bad year. In fact, if I had it, the devil's going to have a bad day every day until the guard comes. All right. Y'all get excited. So now listen, let me just put a few clauses in here, all right? First of all, I don't know everything about praying people through, but I do believe the Lord uh, has maybe gifted me or, or shared with me. Um, Brother Ewan used to tell us there ain't no bad way to get the Holy Ghost. <laughs> all right? 
but here's the deal. I believe that we can find sometime an easier way. And so tonight, I would like to share with you um, about praying with people. Now, I'm going to teach this as if we're in the church, okay? Because most people are praying with people in the church. Now, I'm, I'm radical. I, I like to pray for people at Waffle House. I love Waffle House, one of my favorite restaurants. I promise. I'll tell you why later. That's right. Woo. Almost felt the Holy Ghost when I said Waffle House. I had HGP hit one time at the Waffle House, and I had seven people get the Holy Ghost in Waffle House. HGP's Holy Ghost power. <laughs> in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Wow. So anyway, so I'm going to share with us on how to pray with people in the house, but this will work at your job. This will work at Walmart. I know y'all go there. This will work at the Piggly Wiggly. This will work at Kroger's. It'll work at Dollar General. I mean, Dollar Generals are everywhere, so the Holy Ghost needs to be everywhere. All right? This will work in your neighbor's backyard that you don't even know their name. Uh-oh. We might talk about outreach a little bit. <laughs> And it's kind of funny, we can go do outreach all over the city, but we don't even know our neighbor's name that lives next to us. Uh-oh, we might have to get them coming. So anyway, bumpy neighbor said, that hurt, but it's the truth. So anyway, so here's the deal. We're going to have fun, all right? And so I want you to open your spirit to God, not to me. I love to cut up. I like to, for the ones who don't know me, I, I, I like to have a good time. Uh, I don't want to make God mystical because he's not. I don't want to make the Holy Ghost mystical because it's not. If you're here tonight and you've never spoken tongues, congratulations, tonight's your night. If you want to do it, you can. If you want to be baptized, the water's ready. If you need a miracle, it's going to happen, all right? So, everybody good? All right, so now, here we go. Probably uh, one of the most important tools you'll ever have in the altar or praying with people is this right here. It's called breast spray. <laughs> See, y'all thought I was going to say the Bible. That's second. <laughs> the first thing you need is breast spray. And the reason you need breast spray. See, y'all giggling because you know somebody has prayed for you with stinky breath. That's why you're laughing right now. So the reason you need breast spray is, is that you need to spray this for yourself because when you get to praying for people, if they start doing like this and you think it's the Holy Ghost, it's not. If me, Pastor, or Nehemiah, if we pray for y'all tonight, we ate a lot of onions a while ago at the little Mexican restaurant. That's why I brought my spray because I could think it's the Holy Ghost, but there's some onions on them tacos. You'd be like, oh. So that's not the Holy Ghost. It's called bad breath. Rule number two, if you're praying with somebody and they have bad breath, do not squirt this in their mouth. Because you missed their mouth and hit them in the eye. Now they don't need the Holy Ghost. They need a miracle because this Listerine burns. See there? I told you I was going to be spiritual here tonight. Can't you feel it? <laughs> Spirit of laughter is moving all over the building. I wouldn't go to a dead church. Anyway, so that's the best thing you need right here. Now, some people already got offended, and that's okay. We're going to let you repent in a minute, and then uh, you can get over that. Or if you're really offended, come now, and we'll pray you through now so you can enjoy the next 35 minutes or so. So here we go. Here we go. Altar. Going to talk about the altar. First things first. People come to the altar for several reasons. Don't assume we know why someone has come to the altar. You don't go by how people look. You don't go how people act. You don't, you don't go by what somebody else has said. When someone comes to the altar, all right, or someone comes out in the open air and, a few, and, you're, and you're praying with, just ask them, hey, what, my name's David. What's your name? Now, let me explain that. I'm a firm believer in honor, brother, sister, pastor, but we're talking, I'm teaching this 
okay? As if we're in the world, okay? All right. I mean, you don't need 15 men walking up to someone saying, hello, I'm brother. Hello, I'm brother. For they know it, people are going to say, is everybody's first name brother at that church? Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Your mama gave you a name. If you don't like it, when you introduce yourself, change your name. They don't know you anyway. <laughs> Be anybody you want. Hello. Just be yourself. Hey, my name's David. What's your name? I'll show you how it works. All right, don't fall out. Hey, my name's David. What's your name? Tucker. Tucker. Hey, Tucker. I've seen you come to the front. What is it you'd like from the Lord, Tucker? See how easy that is? Okay, so when somebody comes to the front, why don't you find out what their name is? Because people love to hear their name. That's why a lot of people get sick so they can see their name on the screen. <laughs> they say, yes, I made the screen again. Booyah. <laughs> I'm going to be sick next Sunday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Forgive me. So anyway, you must believe that God's real. You must believe the Holy Ghost is real. And you got to believe that you are able to receive it. People are going to say, well, how do they know God's real? All right. I'm going to tell you how people's going to know if God's real. Because here's the deal. If we have church the way we're supposed to have church, folk going to know God's real. Amen. When people start seeing signs and wonders and miracles, they're going to know God's real. When somebody says, I used to be this, but now I'm this, they're going to know the Holy Ghost is real. So if we do what we're supposed to do, people are going to understand that there's something different about that house. Okay, it, all right, first of all, we got to believe that God can do anything. Now, let me just go ahead and put some clauses in here. It has to be their faith that responds to God. Just so you know, nobody here can give anyone the Holy Ghost. You can't teach people how to get it. You can't show people how to get it. You can pray and only God fills people with the Holy Ghost. So here's the deal. Now we're going to talk. We're going to touch some sacred cows in a minute. Some people will be upset and some people will love it. But here we go. So your job, your ministry, when you are working the altar is to be an instructor. Okay. So here's what you got to do. Here's the deal. You got to be prayed through before you pray for somebody else. You got to make sure you went by the prayer room before you lay hands on somebody else because if you got a bad spirit and you pray for somebody with a bad spirit, now we got two bad spirits. You got to make sure that you're prayed through before you start praying for someone else because you are a conduit between him and them. And if you're blocked up, there ain't nothing flowing through you. So what we got to do is we got to make sure we're right. We got to teach people on how and why to repent. I'll explain that in a few, a few moments. We got to teach people on how and why to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So when you're an altar minister, an altar worker, whatever we're going to call ourselves, here's what you got to do. First of all, you got to lead people in the prayer of repentance. All right. And the reason I'm saying you got to lead people into prayer repentance is because if I said right now, hey, folks, let's all repent. Most of us here could pretty good well and repent because we're professional repenters. And you should be a professional repenter because here's why. Nobody here is perfect. No wings and halos here tonight. If so, they're held up by horns. Nobody's perfect here, so you need to repent. In fact, you need to repent every day, and you need to talk in tongues every day for when God, just in case God might want to use you, you need to be ready to be used. So we got to lead people into prayer repentance, all right? You got to stop pe people from begging God. You got to speak in faith. Now, this, this is the church. It's church, pretty much church here tonight. All right, church family. So don't get offended, but I'm just giving some do's and don't listen to me. If you are one of them negative nannies, if you look like you always sucking on prunes, you probably won't be a good altar worker. Do something else. Run the sound or, or I'm kidding. That was mean. Mow the grass. You know, do something different. I mean, 
to work the altar, you got to believe that God's going to do something. I don't want nobody praying for me like this. Well, he'll probably do it. Took me forever to get it, but I finally got it. But get away from me. I want someone that just almost puts their hand on me. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, that's the one I want praying for me. All right. All right. I want somebody that knows how to connect up with the man. I don't want no old, I'm telling you. I don't want no old sourpuss praying for me. You got to speak faith. You got to believe God's going to do it. You, you got to believe that when you pray, God's going to show himself strong. You got to remind God, hey, your reputation's on the line, not me. You got to believe that it's going to happen. All right. Got to speak faith. Got to believe when I'm praying with somebody, I make it a, a we slash us thing. When I was in New Orleans after the hurricane, I had a dude come to the front and uh, it was kind of fun. He come to me and he said, uh, excuse me, father. I thought this is in. I said, yes, son. <laughs> Booyah. He says, uh, father, this repentance thing. I said, mm-hmm. He goes, will we be doing this today? I says, we will be. <laughs> he goes, so that will happen in a moment? I said, yes. I said, uh, I'm going to let you talk to the Almighty. He goes, by myself? I'm like, by yourself. He goes, okay, seriously. He's right here in the pool, and he starts looking. And I'm thinking, be smarter than him. I said, excuse me, son. He says, yes, father. I said, are you looking for the booth? He says, yes, father. I said, you're in luck at this church. Today's open booth Sunday. I mean, we were in the gym. <laughs> we didn't have no booth in the church, but he didn't know that. So I said, we're open booth Sunday here today. <laughs> we got to repenting. All of a sudden, he got to talking to the Almighty. He got to speaking with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave the utterance. <laughs> oh, CJ got done, and he says, Father. He goes, I think I've just received the ghost. I said, yeah. I said, what was you saying? He said, I don't have a clue. He says, question. I said, yes, son. He says, is it going to be open booth tonight? I said, yeah. He goes, great. I'm going to bring my friends. I said, awesome. <laughs> Sunday night, first song's happening. Here come, I'm telling you, here come TJ walking right down the center aisle. Had four guys with me. He walked to the same spot. He turned around and said, this is where I caught the ghost. I told Keith, I said, let's go. We run down there while they were singing. Can you believe you can get the Holy Ghost while people are singing? I know that's hard for some people to believe. <laughs> but anyway, we got the... Rep they can get it taking the offering too. That's right. To be apostolic, we ought to have people getting the Holy Ghost when they start getting out the car. Well... We ought to have him getting the Holy Ghost during the middle of worship, during the middle of giving, during the middle of preaching. We ought to have him getting it when they drop off their kid at the nursery. Yeah. Holy Ghost ain't, oh, never mind. Right there. We walked down to them four gentlemen. They got to repenting. As they got to repenting, we started praying for them, me and Brother Keith. Next thing you know, they started receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. We whipped out the trough, filled it up with the water hose because everything was messed up because of the hurricane, baptized all five of them in Jesus' name, and they're still in church today. All right? You got to lead people in the prayer of repentance. You got to lead people. Let me move quicker. You got to pray together. So you say, well, that's good, David. What do I say? When you're praying with somebody, listen to me. The world does not know how to repent. Most church folks can't repent that well. Now, I'm just being honest. The world don't know how to pray. Most church folks don't know how to pray that well. You don't believe me? Just go to the prayer room and listen. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
<laughs> and we're supposed to be saved. <laughs> anyway. Y'all giggling because y'all have heard them same people. It might be you. <laughs> At least get in tongues and nobody knows what you're saying. Uh, here we go. That's Bible, by the way. You got, you got to tell people that come to the front, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me of everything I've thought. Forgive me of everything I've said. Forgive me of everything I've done. Forgive me of everything I've heard. Lord, forgive me of things I don't even realize I've done. Let me go over that again. When I'm repenting with people because the world don't know how to repent and I'm making sure that they clean themselves out so God that can fill them up. But God, forgive me of everything I've thought, everything I've said, everything I've heard. God, forgive me of things I don't even realize I've done. I'm giving myself 100% to you. When you give yourself 100% to God, God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Now, I know what some people have come to me and said, well, Brother Smith, I had one gentleman. I, I prayed this guy through uh, in a little town in Louisiana. And uh, honest to the Lord, small town, I think he owed everybody at least a dollar, okay? But he came and got the Holy Ghost. Nobody could even believe he got the Holy Ghost. And we walked outside, and uh, he had just got the Holy Ghost, and he whipped out a little pack of camels with no filters. If you used to be a smoker, and 20 comes in that one, not 25. And... Um, and uh, he whipped out them little camels, and uh, I said, oh, I, I know them. He goes, would you like one? I said, no, sir, I'm trying to quit. <laughs> I didn't want to blast him. So he smokes one up, and then he gets him another one, and he smokes one up. And then I had a, 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 a gentleman with no wisdom come to me and say, <laughs> he said, thought that man got the Holy Ghost. I said, he did. He said, well, he's a smoking. I said, he is. He goes, well, I thought you said he got the Holy Ghost. I said, he did. He said, but I'm seeing him smoking. He says, yeah. I said, yeah, he's smoking. He goes, well, well. And I said, well, the difference is with him and you is, I says, he's brand new and don't realize that's going to kill him. I said, but that tongue of yours. I said, that's going to make you burn a lot quicker than them camels. Don't judge people because they didn't get it like you got it. Don't judge people because they might have not got delivered like you got delivered. Give people a little time. It'll come around. The Holy Ghost don't make you perfect. It makes you forgiven. All right? Give myself 100%. Listen to me. I know I get in trouble when I say this, but I got a little Bible. There's no unforgivable sin for a sinner. I had a gentleman in Indiana stand up on me, Brother Bounds, and he says, you're wrong, sir. I said, I stand corrected because he was an elder. Uh, his grandson says, you're not standing corrected. You're going to answer him. About 300 people in the building. I kind of felt a little odd, and I said, well, no, it's all right. He said, no. Because now people are wondering. I said, let me say it again, slowly. There's no unforgivable sin for a sinner. And the gentleman said, well, you're wrong. I said, I'm sorry. He goes, blaspheme. And I said, sinners can't blaspheme because sinners don't know Jesus and the resurrection of his power. I said, the only people that can blaspheme is Holy Ghost filled Jesus name people. That's why a sinner can cuss God and get away with it and we think something dirty and, and the transmission goes out. <laughs> we understand the difference. The world doesn't. Okay? So the deal is, what we got to do is when you ask God to forgive you, the Lord forgives you. Do you realize that? When you say, God, I am truly sorry for my sins, Jesus says, okay, don't bring it up again. He forgives you. I told somebody the other day, I know something God don't know. I was preaching for a buddy of mine. We grew up together. I said, I know something God don't know. You should have saw the church. They were looking at me like you are. I said, I'm telling you, I'm spiritual. I know something God don't know. They, I'm serious. They was like, I said, I'll prove it to you. I said, me and him grew up together. I can tell you about some of the craziest things he'd done before he got in church. I said, well, when he got the Holy Ghost and got baptized in Jesus' name, Jesus forgot all about it, but I didn't. 
Now, I know something God don't know. I know about his past. The Lord don't. That's sticking the Bible. That's where we're at. Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. When you repent, people are now ready to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Are you ready? Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now we're about to go old school. You don't have to be hyped up for people to get the Holy Ghost. I don't, we don't need smoke and lights for people to get the Holy Ghost. I like smoke and lights. I just don't need it for people to get the Holy Ghost. You got me? All right. Here's, some, here's what we're not going to do. You ready? Don't shake people. If you got the shaking syndrome, run outside, shake real good, and then come back in here and act right. Okay? Don't shake people. Don't scream at people. I've been in churches, they're like, cut out! You're about to get it! They're like, my God, I'm about to get what? Huh? Y'all laughing because you know. It's happened to some of y'all. It's like down here praying, really trying to get a touch from the Lord, and, you're, and then somebody comes up behind you and says, come on, you're about to. You're like, oh my God, what is that? About that. You know, you're not getting the Holy Ghost, you're about to have a heart attack. I've been in churches where they do their face like that. Come on, you about to, you about, you're about, you not, that ain't gonna help you get the Holy Ghost. I've been in churches where they do like that, that make you bite your tongue off. That ain't not the Holy Ghost. I've been in churches where they be rubbing people down. I'm thinking, my God, I can't wait in line to get the Holy Ghost. That's a free massage. I paid over a hundred bucks for that kind of thing. I mean, I'll lay down on the platform. Come rub me, baby. I take the Holy Ghost. See, y'all laughing because y'all seen every bit of that. Huh? Anybody ever been jerked on in here? Huh? Uh-huh. Look at that. Boy, y'all didn't want to say it because you're scared. But yeah, look, people got their hand up. I've been in churches where they put them in circles and they push them. And somebody's screaming, hold on. And somebody else screaming, come on. And then somebody else screaming, let go. They don't know. At any given moment, they think they're better offered up for sacrifice. Huh? I've seen every bit of that. Huh? Shaking, grabbing, screaming, rubbing, sneak attack. That's the worst one. When you're praying and somebody comes and sneaks attacks you, they come behind you, grab your forehead, jerk your head back and say, you're about to get it. Get what? I've got the whiplash. Don't need the Holy Ghost. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> Honest to God, me and Greg Garden was praying for a woman sometime and she jumped up and said, I'm going to sue you, Brother Godwin. I'm like, it was him. <laughs> I got insurance <laughs> for you crazy kind of people. <laughs> Don't rub. Can I? I'm being honest. Anybody ever, ever, I want you to be honest. Anybody ever had a bad experience in the altar? Huh? Look at that. Look at that, Pastor. Look around. Hundreds of hands are lifted. Why in the world would you want to come to church and have a bad experience? Thank God you made it. <laughs> Thank God you said, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to go back, but I'm going to be ready this time. <laughs> I'm not fixing my hair. I'm not brushing my teeth. And I'm going to punch the first one who tries to lay hands on me. It's on this coming Sunday. When you're praying for somebody, Oh, I know it's supposed to be all mystical. I apologize. When you're praying for somebody, you know, most people that try to complicate people getting the Holy Ghost and praying for people, they never pray anybody through because they're always trying to find a booger under the bush. Just let people get the Holy Ghost. Be sensitive. Be sensitive. Watch their face. Take control when you're praying with someone. Can I be honest? When you're praying with someone, don't close your eyes. Don't have a fit when you're praying with someone. I'm talking about new people. It's okay if y'all both been in church since Jesus was a baby and y'all want to pray with one another and have a fit. That's fine. But when you're praying with new people, don't have a fit. Keep your eyes open. Watch what you're doing. Be in control of what God's doing. 
You say, what do you mean be in control? Be in control of the person you're praying with. Tell people. Tell people. This is what's about to happen. Tell people you're about to receive the Holy Ghost. Just let people know. I'm going to lay hands on you. I was in Faraday and a brother was coming and he was bringing his wife, his three boys, his brother-in-law, sister-in-law, mother-in-law, and father-in-law. Now, he was Holy Ghost filled, baptized in Jesus' name, but he keeps telling me that the whole family's coming and he wanted them to get the Holy Ghost. Well, I want them to get the Holy Ghost too, but I can't give nobody the Holy Ghost. Well, sure enough, he's got them all on the front row. You know, church is kind of smoking and he's constantly going. You know, I'm thinking, he's never done that before. Has he got a tick or what? I mean, he just, and finally I walked down. I said, hey, dude, would you chill out? When they want the Holy Ghost, they're going to get it. Okay, chill out. Okay, okay, okay. So we get on done. We do everything. Time for the Holy Ghost. They raise their hand. They want the Holy Ghost. My God, we got half the battle won. <laughs> we repent. I go down there and I said, we're going to start right here, mom. She goes, okay. I said, you want the Holy Ghost? Yep. Boom, gets the Holy Ghost. The boy gets the Holy Ghost. The other boy gets the Holy Ghost. Now, granted, they had been in Bible study. Just let, so I'm, let me clear that up. The other boy gets the Holy Ghost. The sister-in-law gets the Holy Ghost. The brother-in-law gets the Holy Ghost. The mother-in-law gets the Holy Ghost. I'm getting ready to pray for Grandpa, and I did the same thing. I said, now, uh, sir, I'm going to lay hands on you. He says, I'm going to knock you out. I said, I just changed my mind. <laughs> it, it happened just like that. I just changed my mind. <laughs> he said, I don't want nobody touching me. I don't want nobody sprinkling nothing on me. He said, when I get it, I want it to be him. I said, all right. You want it? He said, I do. I said, get it. He said, I will. I said, get it right now. He said, okay. I said, all right. I'm thinking I'm going to have to Benny hand him or something. I, I, I mean, I didn't know. I thought, boy, this is, I, normally they let me. And finally, I just thought, well, what am I going to do? I said, receive me the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. He said, I, 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 I just went down talking in tongues. I said, my God, it worked. <laughs> I was like, I'm alone. It worked. Yeah, he had faith. He got up and started hugging me. I'm thinking we're about to fight. He started, I told Brown, I said, he's hugging me, he's hugging And I said, he, you're hugging me? He goes, yeah. I said, I thought you said, don't touch you. He said, you ain't touching me, I'm touching you. He said, I was speaking in tongues. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you can't give nobody the Holy Ghost, folks. You, you can't make nobody get the Holy Ghost. It has to be them that wants the Holy Ghost. They gotta want it. You can explain to them what it is. You can share with them what happened to you, but nobody can give anyone the Holy Ghost. I tell people, I want you to just start thanking the Lord for the Holy Ghost. I know I'm taking my time, but we're going to role play in a minute. All right? You got to speak in faith that it's going to happen. I tell people, I give you permission to receive the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, who are you? I said, David Smith. That's who I am. Well, how are you giving people permission? I call I'm Holy Ghost filled. I'm a mouthpiece for the master. I'm taking authority. Listen to me. If you don't think the end, you know, I hear preachers preach all the time. Man, we were having a red hot service. We had the devil on the run. Let me tell you something. When you're having a red hot service, snakes are always drawn to the heat. When you're having a red hot service, all forces of evil come to the house of God because here's why. They don't want one person to be touched by the power of the master. So don't you think, you remember when you first came to this church and you remember when you first came to the altar and you decided you wanted to pray how your mind was saying, don't you do that. Don't you raise your hands. Don't you say that. Don't you start crying. Don't you act like them people. They'll think you nuts. How about when you got it, you knew something had changed, but when you got home, you started thinking, what in the world was that? Remember those days? That's how the enemy works. The enemy never wants people to get the Holy Ghost. The enemy never wants people to receive a miracle or a deliverance or a healing. Okay, so here we go. Let me move quick. When people are receiving the Holy Ghost, let me slow down. 
while they're receiving the Holy Ghost, okay, I know what the Holy Ghost sounds like. All right? You know what the Holy Ghost sounds like. When people are receiving the Holy Ghost, because I hadn't been screaming and running and, and gunning and jerking and pulling and shoving on them, I just lean up and say, hey, do you hear yourself speaking in tongues? Where I come from, this means yes, and this means no. You got me? When you're receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, you're not having an out-of-body experience. You're not floating off into the seventh heaven or something. It's God no longer walking with you, but now walking in you. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you're in your right mind. So I ask them, do you hear yourself speaking in tongues? They do like that. I say, congratulations, that's the Holy Ghost. Let me stop right there. I've had, back in the day, people say, Brother Smith, don't you tell people when they get the Holy Ghost. I said, okay, why not? You tell them when they don't. You didn't get it. You were right there. If, if they would have sung, send it on down one more time, you probably would have talked in tongues. I've heard more stories like that. I didn't tell them. I waited. And when I heard them speak with other tongues, I just asked them, did they hear the same thing? Do you hear yourself speaking with tongues? Or I'll say, do you hear yourself saying words you don't understand? There's three reasons people don't get the Holy Ghost. I don't, bring, I don't put it in my seminar, but I'll go ahead and tell you. But we're live now, so it'll be out there. So here we go. Three reasons people don't get it. They don't want it, or they don't know what it is, or they truly won't repent. They don't want it, they don't know what it is, or they truly won't repent. That's the only three reasons people won't get the Holy Ghost. So if they're doing it and they're speaking it, then I'm going to confirm with them what we're hearing. That's the evidence of the Holy Ghost. All right. If, I, if, if I'm praying with them and uh, I say, you know what? If you hadn't received the Holy Ghost, number one, I'm sensitive. Number two, I ask people, I stop people after I pray a few moments and say, listen, can you hear that heavenly language? Do you hear something in your mind that hadn't come out your mouth? Now, people get a little worried about that. But if God is the creator of the body, the soul, and the mind, you're going to hear it before you ever speak it. You're going to hear it before you speak it. Just like some of y'all doing like that, your mind just told your head to do that right there. God is the creator of the body, the soul, and the mind. You'll hear it before you speak it. When I, I've had people tell me, I hear it, but how do I get it out of my mouth? I tell them, just relax. Come like a child. What you hear, let it come out of your mouth. If I'm praying with somebody and I say, do you hear that language? And they say, no. Then I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to repent again. And the reason we're going to repent again is because some people come to the front out of emotion. Some people will pray out of pressure. Some people will pray because somebody drags them down here. Some people will pray because the man of God said, would you come pray? They're just being respectful. And then there's some people praying because they want the Holy Ghost. A lot of times people will come out of respect, but then realize when they begin to talk to God that God really is real. And then their mind changes and says, you know what? I do want that. So if they say, no, I don't hear it. Let's repent again. This is going to sound a little odd. But if you never hear it, you'll never speak it. If it doesn't come here, it'll never come out here. I know it's getting quiet, but I'm telling you, I've seen it happen thousands of times. Okay? So the deal is, I repent again. There's nothing wrong. I was at a service repenting. We were on repentance number seven. <laughs> no joke. In a big meeting, we had 40-something get the Holy Ghost. We repented again. Poop, 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 poop. Now we're up to like 170-something. I'm fixing to repent for the seventh time. The elder comes to me and says, Brother Smith, 
Why are we repenting so much? I said, because we need it. He says, why? I said, well, if we'd have stopped at the first one that you liked, we'd only had 48 get the Holy Ghost. I said, but now we're at 170. And I said, and this ain't refilled. This is all first time people. That's what we keep asking. That's what you told me to pull for. And that's what I'm doing. Not that refills are not important. He goes, you're correct. <laughs> Repent again. <laughs> I said, yes, sir. When we got done, I, I just made sure I had my report. I was just there a few weeks ago and I asked that elder again. He said, Brother Smith, in that service for the first time people, we had 248 received the Holy Ghost for the very first time. Okay, it's not me, but we got to repent to get that heart right. Okay, so the deal is, is once we repent again, then pray again. So here we go. If people don't receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, number one, don't pressure them. Don't try to place blame. Don't try to figure out what's wrong. Because God is the only one that can fill people with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, I know I've given a lot of information in about 20-something minutes, 30 minutes maybe, but I'm, I'm going to role play as if we got folks that want to come and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Is that all right? Is that good? Brother Cody, you want to help me? Pastor Cody, you want to come here? Now, remember, you need the Holy Ghost. All right, come on up here so they can see you. All right. Y'all thinking he needs the Holy Ghost. It's okay. He might... All right, so I don't know him. He's never been here. He's brand new. He don't know me. I don't know him. So I just walk. I'm down here. When pastor calls for his altar workers, we ought to line up across the front like an army, getting ready for whatever Jesus wants to do. When we're out in that field in a few weeks, when we call for altar workers, we need to come down like an army. We could see hundreds receive the Holy Ghost. But again, I'm talking about we're in the, in the local house. So he comes down. I just stick my hand out. I say, hey, I'm David. What's your name? Cody. Hey, Cody. I see you came down to the front, Cody. And uh, that guy up there was preaching. Man, he was getting with it. I just kind of break the ice. I say, hey, Cody, um, what is it you would like from the Lord? Hey, me too. You need it every day. I don't want Cody to feel like he's out there by himself. He already thinks we're nuts. There was people shouting and running, had a couple cartwheels. Somebody took somebody's water and they're chasing them over that. I mean, we got all kinds of stuff going on. So he thinks, man, this place, so he wants to, me too. So you know what I say? I say, okay, Cody, me too. I said, I'll tell you what, uh, if it's all right with you, uh, why don't you and I ask God to forgive us? Would that be okay? Sure. Would it be all right if I pray with you? Yeah. All right. Now, Cody, here's what we're going to do. I, I, I just want you to repent with me. And uh, when, we're get, when we're done, Jesus is going to fill us with his spirit. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Would you repent with me? I will. All right. Let's repent. Say, Lord, Lord forgive me. Forgive me. Did I tell Cody to bow his head? Why did he bow his head? Because I did. Now, I'm a cheater. <laughs> Once we get going, I'm going to pick my head up and I'm going to watch. You can tell people's expressions. You can tell if they're enjoying what you're doing. You ever been praying for somebody and they start blowing? <laughs> I mean, you're like really getting with it. <laughs> and they're like going. Just in case you don't know, <laughs> they're not enjoying what you're doing. <laughs> Can I tell you, people is not as happy about the Holy Ghost as we are. Am I right? So let's repent. Say, Lord, Lord forgive, me forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. I'm, sorry, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord, for everything, for everything that, I've thought, that I've thought, that I've done, that I've said, that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord of, things of things I don't even realize I, don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. I say, hey, Cody, I feel different. 
Now you say, what do you mean? When you are truly repenting, do you not feel different? When, when you know that you're talking to the, whew, when you know you're talking to the master and you're saying, hey God, I'm asking you to forgive me. There's a change that begins to happen. But you got to remember, Cody's never been here. He don't know nothing about this place. So I wouldn't say, how you feel? I say, Cody, man, I feel different. How do you feel? I've had people say, different. I've had people say, what is that? I, I've literally had people say, are we done? You know, a lot of churches you go to, here's how you get saved. Lord, forgive me. I accept you as my personal savior. Come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. You saved. Am I right? So now he's recognized. I didn't put it on him. I put it on me. He goes, yeah, I feel different. I say, Cody, we're ready for the Holy Ghost. All we're going to do is start saying, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. And Cody, while we're saying, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost, when you feel the power of the Lord, just like we felt, I'm confirming what we just felt while ago. When you feel the power of the Lord and you hear that language begin to come. Now, I'm a little funny. Thanks a lot. I'm a little funny. I'll tell them it's going to sound like old baby talk. It's going to sound like jibby jabber. When I'm running an altar call, I tell people, if all you know is English, if you start speaking another language, congratulations, that's the Holy Ghost, and now you're bilingual. If you're already bilingual and you start speaking another language, congratulations, that's the Holy Ghost, and now you're trilingual. And then I say, if you're trilingual and you do it, my God, you're smart, and that's the Holy Ghost. But I'm talking about one-on-one. -on -one. Him and I start thanking the Lord for the Holy Ghost. I get him. Now, you say, why, why are you wanting to say thank you? I've heard people say, they need to say the name Jesus. Beautiful. Most powerful name in the world. That's awesome. I've had them say, they need to say hallelujah. That's the same in every language. That's awesome. But when I get people to say, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost, they're thanking God for something in advance. It's called faith. They're thanking the Lord for the Holy Ghost for something they hadn't received yet. What they're doing and not even realizing is they're speaking faith. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. I say, Cody keeps saying that. And while Cody's saying, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost, people love to hear their name. I say, hey, Jesus, you see me and Cody here. He's going, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. I say, Jesus, you see me and Cody here. And Cody and I are about to speak with other tongues. Jesus, when I lay hands on Cody, now Cody knows I'm going to lay hands on him. He's going, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. I say, he's going to begin to speak that heavenly language. Man, I'm telling you, I've laid hands on thousands. Whew. And they just start speaking with tongues. Hey, Cody. Do you hear yourself speaking that heavenly language? Hear yourself speaking in tongues? Hear yourself saying something you don't understand? Congratulations, Cody. That's the Holy Ghost. If I pray and it doesn't happen, what do I do? I repent again, and then we pray again. If I pray again and it doesn't happen, nothing hurt. You know why? The worst service we've ever had in this church is better than any service they've ever been in at that church because we're people of the name. Because we're people of the name. So that's how that works. So now it's eight o'clock. I don't know what time y'all normally get out, but here's what we're going to do. Normally, is it, are we okay? Okay. Here's what we're going to do. There's no such thing as a dumb question. There's no such thing as an ignorant question. And since tonight is about teaching and training, I feel like there might be somebody that's run up against something. I'll, I'll try to have the correct answer. If I don't have the answer, I'll get with pastor. We'll make one up, and then that's the one we'll give you. <laughs> that's how we work that. Those always work. Okay? So you might have a question, a concern. I'm not turning the mic over to nobody. I don't want to hear it, I just, it is, but somebody might have a question or a concern or what would you do if you run up? If I'm teaching something that pastor doesn't agree with, he's in charge. We go back to what he says and, and I shut up. Okay, that's how we work that. Okay, anybody got a question about working in the altar, 
or, or working with someone in an altar or a situation you've run up against and maybe you'd like to maybe try to get an answer for. Again, it's not, it's not a trick question. I'm just wanting to be, uh, make myself available or what I've seen through the years available. Anybody got a question about working in the altar? All right. I'm just going to ask one more time. All right. Anybody? Uh, yes, sir. All right, hold on. Let me get the mic over here so everybody can hear what you're saying. So you're asking them what they want. What if they don't say they want the Holy Ghost? I love it. I've been waiting. Thank you. I've had people say, Brother Smith, they, they need the Holy Ghost. They came with me. They might not want the Holy Ghost. You might want them to get it, but they don't want it. So when I ask, hey, what's my name? What is it you want? Well, uh, you know, but be honest, I've been having this old hangnail. I'm telling you, that thing's killing me. That hangnail is a killing me. No problem. Let's pray for that hangnail. Jesus, you the hangnail fixer. I mean, pray, I mean, pray like if you was praying against a tumor. Don't, don't, don't slight them. That hangnail ain't a big deal to you, but wait till you get one. It's kind of like praying for people with back pain. You ever notice you pray for people that's got back pain or knee pain? People just kind of, because they, you know, they like, oh God, you know, but you let you get back pain and somebody pray. You like, why ain't you praying for me? I mean, come on, get something going there. So pray for people like you want to be prayed for. Huh? It ain't no big deal till somebody in your family gets sick. Huh? Kind of like, yeah, no, I won't bring it up. I'm just telling you, it's amazing how you can watch people until it hits their family. And buddy, then when it hits their family, they want everybody praying. But when it wasn't your family, you was just like, you know, God, go on and do it. You know, you know, you're going to do it. So I'm praying for that hangnail. I mean, like God, you got to take, take it out right now, Lord. Jerk it out. Don't let no pain. I'm fool. Come on, Jesus, do it. And then when I get done praying for that hangnail, I say, hey, can I ask you a little question here? Yeah. Have you ever received the Spirit? Uh, oh, yes. Oh, you got the Holy Ghost? Oh, yes. You, have, you spoke with tongues? No, no. I haven't got the gift of tongue yet. But I have the Holy Ghost. Do you know everybody in Zanesville has the Holy Ghost just about? Everybody in Zanesville is a Christian. A lot of people don't even know what the Holy Ghost is. It's kind of like being baptized. I don't never ask people, was you baptized in Jesus' name? Everybody says yes. I always say, was you baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? If they've been baptized in Jesus' name, you know what they say? No. I was baptized in Jesus' name. People know. Don't ever ask somebody, was you baptized in Jesus' name? Yes. They said Father, Son, and Holy Ghost when they did it? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you got about four going on right there. <laughs> you see, boy, I'm, uh, you see where I'm coming from? So I pray for that. I pray for that. And then I say, would you like to receive? You haven't spoke with tongues? No, I, I, haven't, I haven't received the gift of tongue yet. Would you like to get the gift of tongue? It's free. Sure. Okay, let's pray for that. Then let's repent. Repent. Pray for the Holy Ghost. I've had people, hey, I'm telling I, I was at a church and they was just wooling this young man up. The pastor said, Brother Smith, will you just run down there? I said, sure. I ran down there. I said, hey guys, y'all hold up, hold up. I said, how you doing? Fine. I said, uh, I see everybody's praying for you. Yeah. I said, uh, do you want the Holy Ghost? They go, he needs it. He needs it, Brother Smith. I said, you want the Holy Ghost? He goes, no. I said, good. Go sit down. You can't give nobody the Holy Ghost. I mean, like they wooling him up. I mean, they're all over him. He didn't even want the Holy Ghost. I said, go sit down. After service, I went by. I said, you know you like me. I rescued you, buddy. He goes, yeah. I said, you know the Holy Ghost is real. He goes, yeah. I said, you really don't want it? He said, well, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of do. He said, but man. I said, hey, come on. We went way back there. I said, come on, let's talk. Me and him got to talking. We got to repenting. All of a sudden, he got to talking in tongues, and here come the apostles. 
they come up thinking, oh my God. I said, you quit it, man. They're they about to woo you down again. <laughs> I said, you're about to get sneak attacked. <laughs> All right? So do it. Okay? Good enough answer? Pastor, is that okay? Anybody got a question? Real quick. Anybody got a question? We fixing to pray. Yes, ma'am. How can you handle it when you see they want to go to the altar, but they're holding back? Good question. Now, now I know I'm different. I, I know I'm different. Here, here's my deal. The way that I do an altar call, okay? Now, pastor, if he does, if you do it different, pastor, you, you tell me. Um, the way I do an altar call, I'm giving everyone in this building or outside, wherever I'm at, Coliseum, wherever, soccer field, I'm giving everybody the chance to do this right here. That's showing God and that's showing me that they truly want an experience with him. If, if we're back here and it looks like, can I use you? And it looks like she really wants to come. She's crying. She's bawling. I'm not going to do this. Because it ain't no fun. So to me, the way that we do our altar, the way that we present Jesus, it's on them to come to him. Every place in the word of God that I ever saw God do anything for anyone, he showed up and the Bible says, and they came to him. And they came to him. And they came to so to me, to go past my rule, I've, boy, this is going to sound bad, Pastor. I've had no, nothing against grandmas. All grandmas go to heaven. I've had grandma. Some of y'all say, not my grandma. So anyway, uh, <laughs> you don't know my grandma. I've had grandmas come to me. Honest to God. Honest to God. I've had grandmas come to me. Brother Smith, my little grandson's in the back, little Johnny. Is that Jesus? <laughs> and uh, you, you tell him we'll call him back. And uh, <laughs> hey, that happened here one time and I had no Noe prophesying and the next thing you know, his family in Indiana got the Holy Ghost. Is that right? Remember that right here in this church. Yeah, he's good. So here's the deal. I've had him say, little Johnny's in the back. Will you go pray for little Johnny? He's so embarrassed. He's so this. He's so that. He, little Johnny's had the Holy Ghost like a thousand times, okay? <laughs> little Johnny just likes attention. And the devil always sends little Johnnies to every service and little Susies to every service. I'm not going to walk back there and pray for them because if they wanted something from God, they'd have got out and come and got it. If you ever notice, if you chase people down to get the Holy Ghost, they never stick. Is that okay, Pastor? They don't stick. So your question is, just, just let them be. And when the time's right and the spirit's right, there's going to be something in them. And I'm not saying they're a bad person. Some people are just not ready for that. You got me? Some people just ain't ready for it. So what I do is, is I let Jesus do it. And when they come, they get what they want from God. Nothing wrong with that. And they might sit there a year. They might sit there a week. They might sit there 10 years. But you know what? Jesus is in control. But he'll never, listen, Jesus will never override your will. Good question. A beautiful question. I like it. Anybody else? Maybe about three more minutes and I'll hush. Anybody else? Got a question? Got a concern about working the altar? All right, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Come on, why don't we stand to our feet right now and let's just worship him right now. God, I thank you, Lord, right now. I'm giving you honor and praise and glory in the building. I'm asking you, Lord God, for the power, the presence of the Holy Ghost, believing and standing upon your word. 
You're the only one that can fill people with the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's pray a little bit, church. You're the only one God that can fill people with the Holy Ghost. You're the only one God that can let people receive that gift. We're going to give you honor. We're going to give you praise and glory. God, you're the mighty God in Christ, the everlasting Father. You're the one, God. You're the one that can do it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're giving you honor and we're giving you praise and we're giving you glory right now. Thanking you, Lord. Thanking you, Lord, for believing, God, that you're the only one that can do it right now. All right, here's what we're going to do. All right, for the sake of time, let's just do it like this. If you're in the building and you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, now this is kind of on the spot now, okay? I'm very well aware, but we're going to do a little different tonight. You might not have ever received the Holy Ghost, but you would like it. Uh, you might have had the Holy Ghost, but you'd like to be renewed or refilled, okay? Let me put a, a clause in that. To be renewed or refilled doesn't mean you sinned. To be renewed or refilled, meaning that you're saying, Jesus, I need to tank myself back up. I need to fill myself back up so that I can make it through this. I, I, I need to be full of the Holy Ghost. So to be renewed or refilled doesn't mean you've done something wrong. To be renewed or refilled meaning that you're doing everything right. There might be people in the building here tonight, you, you got pain in your body or you got a situation going on in your life or your mind or your body or your spirit. You might, might be people in here that have an addiction. There might uh, be people here. And when I say the word addiction, I mean, I know a lot of times we always think on addiction would be, you know, drugs and alcohol. There, there's other addictions like lying, gossiping, backbiting, bitterness, no faith. <laughs> so there's many when I say the word addiction you might need a miracle you might need a healing there might be someone here tonight that needs a creative miracle and you're in the building tonight on a Wednesday night and you're saying you know what man I'm already here why not just let God do it I, I, I'm already here why not let God handle my situation and you're in the building here tonight now we're about to be transparent and there's something in going on in your body, your mind, or your spirit, or there's something you would like God to handle or do for you, or you'd like the Holy Ghost or to be renewed in the Holy Ghost, and, and you would like God to do that for you tonight. Would you lift your hand all across the building? Would you lift your hand? Look, hands are going up. I mean, probably 30% of the congregation, hands are going up. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. If you've lifted your hand, why don't you just step out and just come down? And here they come all across the building. Just come on down. Altar ministers, or some of you that's already, I want you to get ready. I want you to get ready. Folks are coming down all across the building. Why don't we give them a hand clap while they come down? That's right. Folks are coming down. That's right. Now don't stop in the hall. Come all the way down. I, I tell people sometime coming to the fronts, kind of like, in a Walmart in the middle of Christmas with one cashier. God bless you, sir. Glad you're here. All right, folks are still coming down. Yeah, folks are still coming down. All right. Now we're down here today, and I believe that God absolutely can do anything in the building here today. We're going to get some of our ministry, some of our ministry team. We're going to get ready, and we're going to, we're going to come through the crowd. We're going to come. Come on, ministry team. Why don't y'all come and get in front of these beautiful people and let's just kind of line up. Let's just start coming across. So we got ministry team coming all across the building right here. All right. Let's just turn around, ministry team, and face the crowd. Let's turn around and face the crowd. Again, I know we're doing things a little backwards here tonight, but it's all right. Yeah, we're going to believe God's about to move gonna believe God's about to move we need some of our we need a few more altar workers on this side right here you've been helping pastor you know who, we're gonna have a lot of altar workers in the next few weeks but here we go now remember altar worker you're gonna ask that person what do you need from the Lord and whatever they need from the Lord that's what I want you to pray for and we're gonna believe that God's gonna work on our behalf but before we do it we're gonna repent as a family and then after we repent we're going to begin to pray. 
And I believe God's going to touch us in this house. Do you believe that? Let's all repent together. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've done, and that I've said, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for filling me and refilling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. All across the building, begin to thank him for the Holy Ghost. Begin to thank him. Altar ministers, find somebody to pray for. Ask them what they need from the Lord. And let's pray right now. By the authority in the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Receive your miracle, your deliverance. Whatever it is that you need from God, I'm asking God for you to work it out for him right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.